Hello and welcome to the New Day Podcast, where we talk about life and how to deal with what it throws at you. I'm Ian, a learning development nerd here in Salt Lake City, Utah, with a passion for communication technology and finding my zen, or at least sharing the road to finding it. <laughs> with me, as always, my co-pilot. I'm Angela. I'm not going to say I'm a stay-at-home mom and grandma anymore, but I am a mom and grandma, and they that's definitely my passion in life. I've had many careers over the years, and all of them taught me about people in life. I would say you're a grandma on the move. I these am a days. grandma on the move these days, but that's not a bad thing. No, not at all, especially in 2020. Exactly. <laughs> now, we wanted to start by saying a big thank you to each of you that are listening, reaching out to us each week. Yeah. This last week, after having Spencer in here, we had a lot of people just reaching out. We did. It, and people I had actually honestly no idea that were listening. And they're mm -hmm. people I know. And yes, I advertise my own podcast. But these are people that are kind of obscure friends, no one in my main circle. And they I would almost out. say acquaintances. Yeah, they reached out. And I was so excited to hear they were listening. So thank you. Last week, <laughs> get the right, uh, 25 shows. I know. And we're, we're finally kind of, I, I feel like we're hitting our stride. We kind of are. We're definitely going up in downloads and listens and feedback and interactions, which I am loving. Each week it's growing, and that's all part of you guys yeah, out there. It is, absolutely. I love that we're starting to get people reach out and also say, hey, would you talk about this? Yeah, we've actually had some great show ideas from you guys, things you want us to talk about, and that makes me feel so good. And as we're heading into the holidays, we're about a week out, two weeks, from I guess, Halloween. week and a half yeah. from Halloween. You and I's favorite time of year. Oh my gosh, yes. But then we head into, I love Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is one of my favorite. It's just a comfort holiday. There's just something about the celebration of the food and family and getting together and cooking and smells that just, I love it myself. I do a huge meal every year, mm -hmm. regardless of whether I'm going to have people over or not. Yep. And if nobody comes over, great. You know what? I got or leftovers. leftovers for me. <laughs> yep. And I am taking that week off from my diet. Good oh, for you. You should. I had that conversation with my nutritionist, and it kind of just gave me that I'm so disappointed look. And I'm like, you know what? Christmas is not a big thing for me. No. Thanksgiving is. Well, so Exactly. Now, when we're talking about Thanksgiving as we're heading into this, you and I have several things we're going to be talking about over the next couple months yeah. during the holidays. Yeah. We've got some guests that are going to be coming in. Mm -hmm, which we're excited about. Some repeats, uh, some new ones. Yeah. And I'm really excited because a couple of them have been very eager to join us. They have, and it's kind of been us is the reason they haven't been here, but we'll we'll get them here. So This week, we're talking about kindness. Yeah. We kind of thought it was a good time to discuss kindness. Uh, we're in an election year. What? And well, I, know, I had no I had, idea. Who knew, right? I'm, I'm, I'm just bringing that up because I have seen the kindness factor just get completely thrown out the window because we're in a, an election year. And I just thought it was a good time to discuss it. Well, and I wouldn't even say just the election. It's Politics not. in general Politics have in become general. so vicious. Oh, it's ugly. With us rolling into seven months now mm -hmm. since things started really closing down for mm -hmm. COVID. Oh, yeah. People are tired of it. Yeah. I I know myself. It's just like, ugh. 
one more thing I have to worry about. Exactly. I'm seeing this term where it's fatigue. It is and fatigue. And people are losing patience with each other. Yeah, they are. And common courtesies are being forgotten. They are, and I'm seeing it more and more. I don't know if I've just been more observant to it because this is something I have wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Or if it's just becoming less and less prevalent to be kind and nice. I, I don't know where we're at and why. I know that people feel out of control with their life right now because literally we cannot control a plague or pandemic or whatever you want to call it. We have zero control over that. And I think people are taking that lack of control and taking it out on everybody and everything around them. Civility when you go out in public really has diminished it has. from what I've seen. It has. And when we're talking about kindness, it can take several different forms. Oh, of course, yeah. The first one that I think of is kindness toward yourself. Yeah, self, self-care, self-kindness. You and I have talked about that a lot, mm-hmm. where we really have to be understanding of ourselves. We do. Patient with ourselves. Mm-hmm. I have found myself having that conversation with a lot more people. Yeah. I had a coworker that shared some struggles she was having. Okay. When it came out and it was extended where we were going to be working from home at least till January. Mm. And it's becoming more apparent that that's probably going to be extended out. Yeah. Just because of the current yeah. situation. She took some time off and it, it, she's a coworker that we don't talk a lot mm-hmm. to each other. So for her to share what she had gone through with me really struck me as odd, perhaps, is the best word. That's probably a good word. Where I was just, I'm used to people talking to me where I go. Right. Be it on an airplane where I'll have a complete stranger that (laughs) chews my air off. Or in an airport or at a restaurant or Mm -hmm. something else. She really talked about some things that normally would not be something you'd discuss with another individual that you didn't feel comfortable having that. Mm. And at the end, when she was talking about it, I said, well, it's good that you're doing these things for yourself. Yeah. It's good that you're starting to understand what you need. That is a good thing. You know, I think sometimes I know that I would be guilty of this. Your inner dialogue and what you, the conversation you have with yourself on a daily basis, finding a way to be kinder to yourself is really hard to do. Because you're your own worst critic. When you talk to yourself and you have those inner thoughts, you have the most input Mm -hmm. into how you feel. A lot of us really forget that. Yeah, we do. If you can get to a point where you're kinder to yourself, it's almost like an energy boost to yourself. Uh, Does that make sense? Oh. it's, It's... you know what? I'm not going to criticize myself for that. I'm going to acknowledge it happened and move on and be kind about it and not beat myself up for days over a silly mistake. We've talked with Josh about mindset. We've yeah. talked with Spencer about habits. Yep. You and I have talked about several topics, and it really comes down to what we are saying to ourselves. Yeah. How do we see ourselves? Yeah. A lot of us suffer from imposter syndrome, where we feel like we are frauds. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah. that fake it till you make it <laughs> mentality oh, that yeah. is so prevalent in the world. Yes, that can play into things. I also think you need to just 
say, you know what? It's okay. Yeah. You you and I have both had those moments over the last few months, and especially the last few weeks, where we've just kind of said, you know what? We're doing the best we can. And that's all we can do right now. Tomorrow, I'll get up and try and do it again. When you practice kindness with yourself, it's going to be a lot easier to practice kindness to others around you. That's where when you start pivoting and showing kindness to others. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people that in the past that I've talked to that really view it as weakness. Well, if I'm being kind or patient, honestly, I think it takes more strength. It does. To be kind and compassionate to others, especially somebody that maybe wasn't kind or compassionate to you. Yeah, and that whole eye for an eye kind of a thing, well, you were a jerk to me, so I'm going to be one back. Turning that around surprises the heck out of people. I mean, I know personally I've had a conversation recently within the last week or so with someone who I'm just sorry, I, I struggle with. They're just a difficult person to be around. They're negative all the time. Everything's bad. The world's falling apart. Nothing's good. And they actually... Uh, threw an insult out at me. One of those veiled insults that, you know, oh, well, you just took me wrong. But you knew they meant it the way they did. And mm-hmm. I turned things around to a positive mode and kindness mode. Left a little note on their doorstep with a little treat and said, hey, I enjoyed our conversation the other day. Hopefully we can have more productive conversations in the future. And left her a little note. That was really hard to do for me because in the past I would have been like, oh, yeah, bitch. <laughs> Let's go. And I didn't excuse my language gonna take the earrings off (laughs) like Medea it is a very difficult thing to really put yourself in a mindset as we went through and we're preparing for this topic Mm -hmm. and I love to research things yeah me too we dig in we start looking for little tidbits I came across a study Mm -hmm. that actually they delve into what happens to you physiologically what happens to your body (laughs) and was it the blood one yeah i think i read this yeah it's kind of cool yeah so they they took four groups of people and they broke them into control groups Mm -hmm. as you do with an experiment Uh, and they measured all sorts of things in their body Mm -hmm. blood work was some of the most revealing yeah yeah Go ahead. The four groups were, one, have compassion towards yourself. Mm -hmm. Be kind to yourself. The next group was given instructions to be kind towards others that they knew. Mm -hmm. I didn't get to read through all the protocols. It's a long paper. It was. The one protocol really was just to focus on people in your circle of influence Mm -hmm. that you can show kindness towards. The third one was just, you know, kindness towards the world in general. Right. Which... The world could use more of. Uh, Absolutely. And then the last one was, be who you are. Yeah. And I would imagine it's closer to what you and I have been seeing and Mm -hmm. the reason we picked this topic. When they got done, the group that was directed to show kindness towards others they knew Mm -hmm. was the group that did best. That's true. And their, their blood actually showed how... Hormones, you know, like mm-hmm. cortisol and other bad oh, yeah. stuff had gone down. Mm-hmm. It was kind of cool to see that there are benefits to our bodies when we do this. It is. And I don't think, I think people are probably out there, there's a few that are rolling their eyes at us right now. And and that's okay. You know, if you don't believe in that, that's fine. Maybe just try it for us. 
and see how you feel. More than anything, I would say try it for yourself. Uh, you know, I agree. Uh, you just, there's so much out there going on so negative. I am at a an exhaustion point. As an empath, I pick up vibes and feelings and emotions. And it's just, it's just really even hard for me to be in public right now, honestly, because there's so much negativity and so much hatred over silly things. Things that could just be turned around so simply. A lot of people that have been posting things that are immediately attacking something else, mm -hmm. be it a political, yeah. religious, whatever difference it might be. Right. A, those things are going to happen in life. Of course they are. B, did your world get any better by doing that and antagonizing? Right. It might make you feel good for a moment. Yeah. But yeah. really, all it does is just put you in the spiral. It does put you in a spiral, and I'm a huge proponent. I've actually had, and obviously we're, we're discussing social media here, but I think of all the places right now where you can really show more kindness is on social media right now because that's where things get ugly, and those keyboard warriors come out, and the, oh, well, I don't know this person, so I could be a complete and total ass to them. How about promoting what you love instead of promoting what you hate? Our, our, well, our friends Chunga Chandler, yeah. Josh Spencer over at Radio Ronan were talking about this, and they were doing a thing for a while where it was Ronan for change. Which I loved. I love engaging in service to others. I think yeah. a large part of who we've talked to, they've shared their stories, and they feel the same way. When you start putting yourself where you're thinking about others, and I'm even going to draw this into our meditation practices we talk about. Oh, this is that's a huge part of it. A huge component of it. Mm -hmm. And one of the meditation teachers on that 10% Happier app mm -hmm. that I use is Sharon Salzberg. Right. She is a huge proponent. She is one that really preaches loving kindness, not mm -hmm. love in kindness, loving, mm -hmm. I-N-G, kindness meditation. And at first it sounds really sappy, really syrupy, really lovey-dovey. A lot of people recoil from it. And at first it's kind of like... What is that? It does feel sappy when you first do it. When you start looking at it, and they start you looking at yourself with yeah. the self-compassion, and then it starts turning towards others that you have good feelings towards. Right. And they even mention, think about your pets. Yeah, yeah. Think about your children. Think about your mm -hmm. family members. Think about your spouse or your partner. And then they spin it over into... And I've shared that in the meditation yeah. where you had to think about somebody that had done you wrong. Yeah, that's so hard to do. <laughs> and it is, albeit, a huge challenge. Oh, it, it definitely is. To have feelings where it's almost like, and, and sympathy is not the right word, but you feel just sadness. Yeah, that's a better word than sympathy. To have compassion towards that person. Mm-hmm. When... I was going through, I found a podcast that was done by TED Talks mm -hmm. on kindness. Okay. Some of the areas that they talked about were gratitude. Yeah, that's huge. Oh, there was a really cool one about uh, an author, and I'll, I'll share out the link for him. He made it his mission, and he started with something, quote unquote, small that he was going to be grateful for. And that was people who helped make his cup of coffee in the morning that he went and picked up. But that's awesome. He started with the barista. 
Well, hey. The coffee, you know, the manager of the coffee shop. And then he reached out and he made it his, his mission to say thank you for everybody that helped make that cup of coffee right. possible. He even went as far as he was saying thank you to the people who paved the roads for the <laughs> trucks to drive on. <laughs> and when he started kind of mapping out who he needed to be grateful for that just made you and I can relate as somebody oh. who enjoys coffee. Right. Coffee to me is a must in life. Yeah, it's lifeblood in the morning, honestly. I would challenge you to think about something that you like. Yeah. Our friend Chunga, he's not a huge coffee drinker, but if he had to go through and do the same thing with somebody who makes his Diet Coke, yeah, possible. Okay. I'm going to promote, be thankful for the person that makes your Diet Coke <laughs> or your drink because we work really hard. <laughs> well, food service in general. Oh, yeah. I don't think people appreciate those that make, whether it's a beverage or food or, oh, yeah. or whatever, sustenance. They did it for you when you weren't willing to do it because you went and bought it and didn't do it yourself, and you should be grateful to that person. With my coffee, I don't go out and really get coffee anymore. One, pandemic. Two, right. it gets pricey. It does get pricey. Three, with my diet, I was doing the, the Bulletproof coffee. Right. And initially, I just got the pre-made stuff, but it's super expensive. Oh, so yeah, I was like, oh, you can make this yourself. Pretty easy. Mm -hmm. It's... Something that you hear my blender click on in the morning, <laughs> and it's being made. When I think about all the components for that, mm -hmm. be it the coffee that I made or yeah. the filter that I had to use for it <laughs> or the people who made the machine, when you start thinking about everybody that helps make your life possible. Yeah. And I kind of have an idea for November. Oh, well. With our kindness stuff. And, yeah. and it's something that a lot of people do anyways. Yeah. And I think we need to throw out a gratitude challenge in November. Oh, I plan to. to I, I kind of have the same. You, you and I have done that before yeah, where we, we posted that. I'm actually going to be doing that at work as well. Oh, that's great. And encouraging people to give thanks to mm -hmm. those around them. There's also another talk in there where there is a uh, professor that she went and studied the effects of showing gratitude at work mm -hmm. for those that help you. And one of the biggest things in a manager that people respond to is feeling respected mm. or trusted for having gratitude expressed for what they did for you. Mm. And I really thought about that from when I have responded best at work is when I do feel appreciated. That's true. It's, I would think about that yeah. with friends or spouses mm -hmm, or anybody sure. you're around. For sure. Think about it. How can you say thank you to others around you? Even for something that may seem trivial or meaningless, mm -hmm. what a difference that would make for them. Oh, yeah. And, you know, showing gratitude is a form of kindness. That's what you're trying to mm -hmm. get across. I think it's an under-talked about part of kindness, that gratitude factor. Well, we get so busy. We do. We just get caught up in, I know people that would say, okay, you were talking about thanking a barista and thank mm -hmm. everybody who was helping making that cup of coffee. I know plenty of people out there that would say, well, I pay them. And instead of being grateful that yes, you did pay them, you paid for the product, but you didn't pay them to completely be a jerk to them in the morning. Excuse me. I was trying to change my language because I was about to swear, but I've had that conversation mm -hmm. before. Just uh -huh, because sure. you're paying someone does not mean you get to treat them like no, garbage. No, it doesn't. It, do you want to be treated like garbage because someone pays you for something? Absolutely not. 
When you look at that study I mentioned with the blood, what they talked about, the, the, the clinical thing they talked about was pro-social behavior. Yeah. That's a term that I'd heard in my psychology classes in some of my interpersonal communications classes I've taken. Pro-social behavior, if you go and look up the quote-unquote clinical definition of it, is an intent to benefit others and benefits of others or society as a whole, mm-hmm. thinking of somebody other than yourself. And that's hard. We live in a, a society right now where that me bubble is very real. You're not thinking about how your actions are affecting other people around you. You're just thinking how everybody else's actions are affecting you. You need to turn around that way of thinking. How am I affecting the world around me by my actions, my thoughts, my deeds? I think And that's exercising that, right? yeah. empathy. It's, it's hard right now. We live in a world, it's just hard. It is. And when you look at the core of most religions out there, yeah, they really focus on this piece, but it they feels do. like it's been lost sight of <laughs> it a has, lot. It has. When you think about these pro-social behaviors, mm-hmm. what's the greater good for others? Right. I, I, you know, being the huge Star Trek nerd I am <laughs> and Spock throwing out there the needs of the many. Yeah. Outweigh the needs of the one or the few. Right. When Spencer listens to this, he's going <laughs> to smile ear to ear because we have great Star Trek talks. It's not just a platitude. No. It really is something I try to live by and I have not always done that. Well, let's, let's talk about that too for a, a second there. Does being kind mean every word you say is kind, everything you do is kind, every move you make is kind? I'm going to give another spin on that. Sometimes it's choosing to look the other way when you see somebody being rude and horrible and mean to you. Instead of engaging in that, walk away, try to turn the conversation around. I think about that. It's kind of be the bigger person. Yeah. And be the mature not, adult. But And that's an act of kindness. It's tough. It is tough. I think a lot of us have been in that position where it's like, is it really worth the fight? Yeah. Sometimes you've known me when I've been that person where it was like, We've you know what? I will come back at you tenfold <laughs> and I We've will make you person. regret it. I'll bring, I'll, I will bring a tank to a knife fight if I need to. And, and that's hard to do. Like I used to get caught up in the social media, anger, keyboard, warrior stuff, especially related to politics. Mm-hmm. I don't anymore because I'm going to be honest with you. All it does is make me look like a negative, horrible person. And for all I know, that person I'm interacting with, this is their only social outlet and they are feeding on that negativity. And if I continue to feed that, then they're only going to search for that negativity. But if maybe I could just walk away, not comment, scroll past, do something else to make them know that, you know, they can, they can have interactions in a positive way with people. It doesn't always have to be negative. Agreed. When you look at quote unquote pro social behavior or mm. the greater good, whatever you want to call it, exactly. is that really such a bad thing? It's not. I mean, how much better of a world would we be in right now if people were just practicing that in their everyday lives all the time? Not a huge secret. I don't have kids. Nope. I just opened up my tax bill, property tax bill this week because right. I got my big notice. Yeah. The majority of my taxes go to things that I do not use, the especially school. schools. Yep. Now, would I love it if I didn't have to pay that and I could move that money somewhere else? There's Absolutely. one of us that don't feel like that. But I also know 
that education for kids is crucial. Of course it is. It helps with many things. Mm -hmm. It helps with life skills. It helps with poverty. It helps with many things. It does. Would I rather not pay it? Sure. Of course. Am I going to pay it? Well, kind of have to. (laughs) B, C, wherever I'm at, it's for the greater good. It is. It's a hard concept, and I understand that. And I can already hear some people's inner dialogue going right now with them. Well, but, you know, I don't have to just work for other people, and I don't have to do all these things for other people, and when is it my turn? Okay, we've all thought that. But if we all walk around thinking that all the time, is anything ever going to get accomplished? Is there ever going to be a greater good? No. There's not. The impacts of having those extrinsic motivations, Uh seeing a better world. Yeah. I have had a lot of people over the years ask me, why do you love Star Trek so much? Oh, I love Star Trek, so I get it. (laughs) (laughs) And and part of it was just the appeal of it's going to get better. Yeah. No matter how dark it is right now, no matter how much we are struggling, life will get better. Some of the favorite quotes I have are watching Gene Roddenberry, who created it, talk about that. Oh, yeah. And why he depicted it the way he did. One of the biggest struggles I have right now is how they're portraying Star Trek is very doom and gloom. Very dark. Spencer and I have had that talk where he's like, I I really struggle with this. And I'm like, I do too. I miss the days of it's better. (laughs) It's going to get better. We're going to have struggles along the way and we're still going to have them in the future, but it's going to get better. Of course it is. I don't know. Maybe maybe that's pretty new age, hippy dippy, whatever you want to call it. But (laughs) I I choose to see the positive. And I will tell you what, from where I was as a person 10 years ago, right? Very angry, very dark. Very volatile. Mm -hmm. I think there's people we know that kind of struggle because they're used to that person in me and they didn't see it for a couple of years. And now they're like, yeah, I'm the same way. I'm used to you being more fiery. (laughs) Like I still have people try to get me fired up about certain subjects and topics and stuff. And when I don't react the way they want, I'm going to be honest with you. Some of them have like gotten to the point where it's like, I don't even feel like I know you anymore. Well, that or it's, I'm just not going to talk to you. You're yeah, no exactly. fun. You're no fun. It's like, okay, well, this is who I am now. So either jump on the train or get off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you got, I got to do me, you do you. As we talk about this, I really don't think it's weakness. I don't it's not. think it's, there's a couple of podcasts and, and it was also in this TED Talk one that was hosted, Ted and Guy Raz. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The very last one was a gal in i want to say in the danish legislature okay she migrated to the country as a child Mm -hmm. and she was islamic in faith okay and she got a lot of very negative i'm sure letters and you're not from here how dare you i'm sure she started reaching out to these people that were sending these very very hateful vitriol messages and she actually started having coffee with them And she would bring food and have a meal with them and talk with them. It was interesting to hear how the dialogue would change once they sat down and started realizing they have far more in common than they really have apart from each other. And that's a great thing. Like you touched on the weakness. People think kindness is weakness. See, I'm on the opposite spectrum of that. I think it takes more control and more guts to be a kind person and not overreact in a situation than it does to be that mean person that come at me and I'll come at you. 
I think that takes way more effort than just overreacting, in my opinion. I don't think it's weakness at all. I think you're a stronger mindset person in general that you can handle that. Like her sitting down with those people, I mean, what a concept that personally I don't know that I would have ever done. There was another, this was something I found on, I believe it was Note to Self, another podcast that I used to listen to a couple years ago. If I remember right, I just thought about this one. (laughs) There was a kid who started reaching out to people because he was very outspoken about being gay and gay rights. Okay. A lot of people have very strong feelings one way or the other about it. And as a gay person, I have to say thank you to those that are allies. Yeah. There are a lot of people that I have met over the years Mm -hmm. that were not initially somebody that would be okay with that. And this kid would take people who sent very, and when I say unkind, I hateful messages. There's just no Telling him he needed to kill himself or things of that nature. And he started recording it. He... He reached out to him and said, hey, could we have a phone call about this? Mm-hmm. And he started recording these conversations, published them. I've oh. listened to a few of them. A few of them, quite frankly, made me uncomfortable. Okay, I can Because he would talk about, well, you said this to me. Why did you say that? Oh, I bet that put the other person totally disarmed them. There were some that, you know. Yeah, well, they're never going to change did, their mind. Didn't work out. But there's others that when you start trying to bridge that understanding, I think you'll find out that most of the time, we usually have more in common than we have that are uncommon. It's true. No matter what political spectrum, religion, race, nationality, whatever it is that separates us. Right. At the end of the day, I as a person just like to be in my home, hanging out with my dogs, trying to help other people as I can. Yeah, I... I don't know, I guess, and maybe part of it's maturity. Some of it's where you and I are in our journey with our mindset. I just don't understand letting little things like that define your life to the point where you have to try to define their life too. Mm -hmm. I don't understand that. That concept to me is just futile, (laughs) in in my opinion. If you don't want to hang out with your dogs or your family or whoever, okay, that's fine, you know. As Chunga says, you do you. Yeah, exactly. You do you. Nobody cares. No. And quite frankly, at the end of the day, I really think if you're trying to control somebody else's life, if you are really spitting that unkindness out there. Yeah. You're you're unhappy with yourself. Let's start there. I would say yes. I would say there's something more internally. Mm -hmm. I know that's how I used to be. I was very unhappy with who I was as a person. Oh, me too. That's that's 100% part of mindset and getting right with yourself. You have to really, really, really dive deep inside and want to change those dark things and dark things within you that make you react and treat other people that way. And that's hard to do. When you turn that mirror towards yourself, oh, yeah, it can be scary. It can be oh, it painful. absolutely can. And I will tell you, I have become, I think, a far better person. And I, I would say so. the majority of people that know me and have known me for some time, you included, yeah. would say I'm probably a better person today than I was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Not to say I was a terrible person then. Maybe, maybe you could. I don't know. Kind of depends on the spectrum and where you fell with me. No, but you have taken what used to define your life and turned it around to a positive direction 
And that's not bad. If, if people can't grow and change with you. Mm. So as, as you think about this, as you think about others mm-hmm. and showing that kindness towards others, I feel empathy towards others. I feel sympathy. I yeah. feel sadness. I feel a lot of things for other people when I see if you have to constantly degrade someone else, if you constantly right. have to go with others, what is it about yourself? Yeah. What are you not happy with? Now, maybe it truly is something that they're doing that bothers you. There's there's plenty of things that other people do, but what can I truly do about that? Well, what can I do about that? And is that really affecting me? Do I do I need to to call them out on that or change it or make it what I need it to be? Or can I just let it go and let them do what they need to do for them? I, I, I mean, have, that's where I am with that. I have a lot of people that will well, did you see this on the news? No, I didn't. Mm. Quite frankly, I really only check my social media once or twice a day, if that. A, I'm so busy. I mm-hmm. just don't have time for it. B, it gives me anxiety right now. <laughs> it's bad right now. It really is. I tune a lot of it out. If I see somebody constantly going after others, yeah, I'll let you in on a little secret. I'll unfollow, I think is one of the terms. Yeah, that is Or term. I will go through and you can kind of put the timer where they're in basically timeout on yeah. your yeah. timelines for 30 days. Many people. If you keep doing it on a regular basis or if you come at me, guess what? I'll just take you off. Yeah. It's... I mean, at the end of the day, not a big deal. No, it's not. I used to be the person where I would go back at a person. And I'll tell me you too. what, I don't find satisfaction anymore like I used to. I don't. Now, there's times when... I see things and I'll dip my toes back in and then I feel guilty like 30 seconds later and I delete it or I just move on or change it or I used to be that person too. And every once in a while that ugly part of me shows up again, but I can usually put it back into control because I don't want to be known as that person anymore. Mm-hmm. Maybe that's going to shock some people when they <laughs> hear it out of us. Maybe. Because we have several people that listen to this that have known us for a very long time. At the end of the day, I really think I have more inner peace. Oh, for sure. And a lot of it comes from kindness and thinking about others. Like, you know, instead of overreacting to what just happened, I may, I try to turn it around and make it a positive. And, you know, how can I turn this conversation around? Like, uh, I can't even remember. It was some lady and her husband ran over my toe (laughs) with his uh, little scooter thing. Mm. and, And it was totally accidental. And instead of, in the past, the part of me would have been like, you stupid. And I would have gone off. And instead, I just said, you know what? Sometimes life is just, I get oblivious to things going on around me. And I probably have probably done the same thing to somebody at some point in my life. And and she just laughed and goes, oh, thank you. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm like, please stop apologizing. I'm fine. You're fine. Let's just say have a nice day and move on. Just a simple reaction like that instead of getting angry was huge. And I walked out feeling better. And I I hope she did too. Ah, I wish I could remember the quote. But (laughs) basically, it's when you're wishing ill on others. Yeah. You're not really hurting the other person usually. The person you're hurting the most (laughs) is yourself. It's like drinking poison. It is. And hoping they're going to die from it. Well, it is. And honestly, when that's happened in the past, when I've overreacted and treated people wrong, I beat myself up for the whole rest of the day for it. I sit there and say to myself, why did you do that? Why did you have to act like that? Did that help anybody? Did that help the situation? And instead of just like this one kind interaction I had, which seems small and trivial, sure, but I didn't give it another thought other than, okay, I handled that way better than I would have in the past. And I just moved on. And 
to me, that's huge because I just did not empower myself to beat myself up for the rest of the day and drain all the energy out of my day. How many times have we been on the other side, though, where oh, we, we do have. and we just let go? Oh, and way too many it times. It ruins the day. It does. There's times when I wake up and I'm just like, <laughs> but you know what? We're going to show up. We're going to try. Yep. A lot lately, I find that that helps me get through mm-hmm. the day. It does. Sometimes, yes. Yeah, some, a total stranger, random act of kindness thing. And that's not necessarily giving somebody something, maybe just a kind word kind, you know, gesture. It doesn't have to be anything grandiose. No, it doesn't. And sometimes that one interaction is the one thing I needed to turn my day around. Mm-hmm. And they didn't even know they did that for me. How, and how many great. others out there have done something for someone else? How much better do you feel right. after you've done that? I always feel much better. And maybe that can sound maybe a little selfish. Oh, so is that the only reason you're kind? No, the reason I'm kind is for myself because it empowers me to be a better person and spread a little more positivity in this world that we need right now. If everyone could just turn around one interaction in their day right now and make it a kinder interaction, how much better of a world would we be living in right now? Oh, so much, so much better. And I think that's the point we're trying to drive home. There's, we can all work on this kindness factor. It is something every single one of us can work on and do. As we go through this and look at it, thinking about our weekly challenge, okay, I would like to know, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. What have you done recently to embrace kindness? Yeah. Is it a kindness that you helped somebody, a neighbor you saw struggling? And there are people struggling that you have no idea. It's so true. It could be a neighbor. It could be a friend. Right. And be reaching out to those. You and I have stressed this. Be reaching out to others on a regular basis. Because if you're struggling, I guarantee you others are too. Oh, there's a lot of people struggling right now. And I think that's where this kindness factor has gone out the door. They're struggling. And so they just go out into the world struggling. And they don't know how to turn it around. And just think that maybe you could help them turn that around. Maybe you could help them in their struggle, even if you just wave at somebody or say, hey, I like your hair today. I have a lot of neighbors that I don't know very well, but I take the pups out on their walk two, three times a day. Lately, it's been three. A, I need to get up and get away from a computer and a screen. (laughs) B, they love the activity. Oh, I'm sure. Especially with it getting colder, I think they want to move around more. Oh, yeah. It's way easier when you're not sweating. And they're, they're happier. I'm just getting the look like, what did you just say? As I do that... There's a couple neighbors where they look at you very suspiciously, but every time we walk by, I wave at them. Yeah. Those that didn't do it before mm-hmm. now are actually the first one to wave at me. Yeah, yeah. And it's even a smile on their face. Yeah. And just something like that, a little kindness that you can visit on others makes a huge difference. It's huge. I, I just, I think that was the point. Maybe episodes seemed a little boring to people or oh, blah, 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 blah. But honestly, we're just trying to help turn what is such a negative climate right now into something better Mm -hmm. and it starts with you it really does as you go through that let us know what you are doing let us know what you've seen if there's others that you want to highlight do that i think we need to draw attention to what we see others doing too i would love especially in a positive array 
Yeah, I would love if people would share that stuff with us. That would be great. I would ask that you also share this episode or any of the others that have really impacted you with friends and family. Yes, please. And follow us. Yeah. You can find us on Instagram or Facebook. It's that big green logo with the head on it. Although I almost kind of feel like we need to change it for the holidays or something just to do something fun. Well, maybe we could change the color or something. Yeah, we can. Let us know, please. Please. Whatever platform you find us on, be sure you hit subscribe or follow, depending on what they call it. We love seeing the increase yeah. of people sharing out there. It's been great. We, we seriously, me and him just every time we're just so amazed. Thank you. Let's just make a community of kindness. Let's do that. So we're heading into the holidays. It's a good time of year. Let's make it's it a great that. time of year. Let's for make it. it that. Let's turn, let's turn the year around. In this year of strife, thank you so much for listening. Thank you for being the awesome community that we are. Let's grow it. Yes. Let's share positivity with everyone and kindness. Yes, please. See you next week, everyone. See you next week.